Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. And greetings from hot, sticky, humid Florida in the summer. Right, uh, I'm outside. I'm outside of one of my uh, one of my side gardens here. It's one of my projects. Um, uh, since we've been in COVID, I've had nothing to do. I can't travel, so uh, all we do is landscaping with uh, custom-built rocks that that are laid by hand. Vegetable gardens, all kind of fun and games. But that's not why you're here. Today's episode, let's talk about centers of influence or COIs, as we all like to know. Now, in our game, let's face it, nothing would make us happier in most cases than have two or three rock star CPAs, right, that just open their doors and flood us with, with you know, qualified referrals, absolute endorsement, and wouldn't that be just a perfect scenario? And, you know, that happens sometimes. Sometimes that does happen. But that's like maybe 5%, 3% of the time. Typically, what we want to look at is, is first off, let's define what a COI is, a center of influence. Now, most of this industry, and I understand that, will always look at the, you know, it's kind of one, you know, what I call suspect 1A and 1B, right? The CPA and then the attorney. And that's fine, but let's put some qualifiers on that, right? CPAs come into three flavors. You know, number one, are they a competitor, right? So in other words, do they have in-house wealth management, right? Uh, number two is they already have a person, right, or several. Or number three, uh, they won't touch this thing with a 10-foot pole. Look, there are a lot of CPAs that won't touch, you know, referring advice, uh, referring clients, liability issues. They may have a bad experience one time, so on and so forth. So if I gave you those three scenarios as an advisor, uh, you know, they, they compete. They do it in-house. They, I, they have somebody. Or three, you know, they don't, they don't have anybody, right? Which one would you think is your most likely prospect, right? You know, it's interesting when I've asked this question, uh, most advisors will take number three. Well, they don't have anybody, right? So if they don't, so if they don't have anybody, what, why, can't, why can't I be that person, right? The reality is it's not they've never, been, they've never been asked to have somebody. It just is not they just don't want to do it. It is always going to be easier. Remember this. It is always going to be easier to take a CPA who already has one or two relationships, right, and get on their dance card. Get on their list, right? Maybe, and especially if you have a niche. So here's the other thing. If you are very clear on who you want to work with, right, and you're just not trying to work with everybody, and you can sit there and say, hey, look, I work with closely held family businesses. That is my specialty. That helps the CPA, the attorney, any COI really hone down. And this is a strategy a lot of my clients use now. We've been talking about this and, and testing this for the last several years. Instead of going to a CPA or an attorney or anybody and just saying, hey, you know, kind of, you know, we, sometimes we want to broad stroke things because that's going to give us more opportunity. What that really does is confuse people because they don't know who you really want to work with. So the more specific you can be with who you want to be engaged with, the easier it is for that, that other professional to kind of think about that, right? So it's closely held businesses, federal employees. I've got a client that works... Um, basically with first responders, right? So if, if they've got a client who is first responder, hey, we specialize in first re responders, right? Uh, whatever it happens to be, if you have a niche 
And again, a niche could be what people do, could be their situation, right? Um, so if you have that, you want to take advantage inside of those conversations, right? Now, also with COIs, again, we talk about 1A and 1B, right? The CPA and the attorney. But today, there are so many other centers of influences. There are business coaches, executive coaches, life coaches, consultants, uh, religious leaders. Uh, there, you know, so don't think just myopically inside of, well, there's two people, uh, property and casualty, mortgage, ins- you know, uh, insurance, real estate. Uh, again, what it really depends on, not so much what the person does, but what their mindset is. So if they're wired to be collaborative, great. You can meet somebody and they can have like the perfect client base for you, like, like literally perfect. But if they don't see it and they don't want to engage in it, you can't force it. And you just have to, you don't have to like it, but you have to accept it, right? So in the day of COVID, how do you go find these COIs, right? To me, it's really number one, you need to go ahead and do a census or take inventory of all your households. So, hey, who's your CPA? Who's your attorney? If they're if they are a business owner, hey, do you use any consultants, coaches, anything like that? Where do you get your where do you get your business insurance from? Employee benefits, right? You want to go ahead and literally methodically, household by household, find out. And if that means you got to build a big spreadsheet or whatever you want to do with it, you want to go ahead and, and get that. It is always going to be literally ten times easier to reach out to another professional when you have commonality. You have a common client. You share a client, right? We want to have that. We want to have that opportunity. So that's always going to be in our mind most important to do, right? We want to have that. So you want to do that. Now, it's also about staying in front of them. So the other the other strategy is once you kind of reach out and introduce yourself, maybe that leads to an introductory phone call, just a chit chat, exchange of ideas. Um, I always like to position that. So if I'm going to reach out to a COI in my game. Hey, I'm going to say, hey, look, we have a common client. I'd like to find out more about your business, who you look to work with, uh, what your sweet spot is, just in case in the future I might have the opportunity to introduce you and refer you. I want to know more about your business, right? So when I push, when I position that, I'm always going to get, I'm always going to get, yes, let's have a conversation nine out of ten times. Now, do the do nine out of nine conversations go somewhere? No, right? Sometimes there's no rapport, just not a good fit, just don't get the vibe right, right? That's fine. It's still a numbers game, but that's what. But we need to run that protocol process and move it forward, right? So, identification rush through your client base. Check with your client. Hey, how well do you know your CPA, or how long you've been working with them, or your attorney, or your property and casualty person? Hey, do you like them? Do they do a good job for you? Right, right. And then you say, Hey, I'm going to reach out to them. Would it be okay if I use your name and an email? Uh, I just want to, you know, I just want to get to know them just in case I have other clients who have needs, right? Most of your clients, 99% are going to say yes to that, right? Pretty simple, right? And then we're never going to call. So here's the other part of this. We never call. We always are going to email or, or message them inside of some social network, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. We are never picking up the call to make that initial contact. That is unprofessional. You're parachuting in on somebody. That's maybe what you want, but it may not be what the other person wants. And it's all about setting the right tone setting expectations okay so we want to do that all right then after that conversation and you see kind of what the game plan is it's now about including them so what does that mean 
You put them on your newsletter list. You put them on your email distribution list. If you're doing events, you want to invite them to those events, right? Especially electronic events. It doesn't cost you anything. You want to do those things. So the more that the more that the, that's other professional could really go ahead and get comfortable with you, get to know you, hopefully they'll reach back out to your common client and you'll have a conversation around that. That'd be wonderful, right? But it's a long-term effect. You're just going to kind of keep them in your tribe over a period of time. And then last thing I would say in, uh, in terms of COIs is if you want to really kind of take it to a next level, I would encourage each and every one of you to create a, a mastermind group that you are the leader of, that you bring, you know, one of each tribe. This is not a referral group. This is not B&I, okay? It's not that. Um, it turns into that. But that's not the premise. The premise is, you, in a mastermind, you're there to share ideas, help each other, troubleshoot each other, right? And do that. Uh, clients of mine who have built these, right? And these are like maybe four to eight, four to seven people. These days we meet on Zoom once a month. That's kind of how it works. Um, it's rich. It's economically rewarding because everybody gets very comfortable because you're talking about your businesses, the issues, the challenges, the ideas, right? The opportunities, and then as a leader, you could step into it in a very, very powerful way. I've got one client, he's got three of these. Every once a week, like three weeks out of the month, he has a like 90 minutes where they all get on Zoom. They all do accountability to each other. They kind of go around table. And it has led to some very, very large and lucrative referrals and introductions, not because we demand it, it's because we're, we're, we, people know us. We have high visibility. We're adding value to other professionals. And it's all, remember, it's always going to be about the relationship, okay? So I hope this helps you put together a stronger COI process and strategies. Oh, one last thing. Business coaches, me, right? Um, if you can find a rock star business coach and or and or a rock star, actually and, and a rock star executive coach who really know their game and are excellent at their game, they are worth sometimes three, four, five CPAs because we get it. You know, in my game, right, and some of you know this, if, uh, if I have a resource and I think it's worthwhile and I say, hey, you should go check this out, most of you are at least going to go kick the tires on it, right, because that's how much you trust me. And, again, I, get no, I have no economic interest in, in anything that I recommend. I recommend things because I think they're the best for my tribe, right? So don't discount the coaches, we have a lot of influence and we have a certain position and we tend to be deeply engaged with our with our clients, okay? So hopefully this gives you some ideas, some strategies. I would encourage you, invite you, if I can kick you in the butt to make you do it, I would. Come check out Magellan Network. Put an application in. Let's spend two weeks making you a better version of you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business. Please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.